Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and this is the final part of the Coon and Friends trilogy. Today, going to be talking about Coon versus Coon and Friends. This is the final part of what I have dubbed unofficially as the Coon and Friends trilogy, where we have seen the Coon and Coon and Friends form together, only for the Coon to be kicked out, only to team up with Cthulhu, only to find out who Mysterion really is, and now we have gotten to this point in time. So, with that all said, let's dive into this week's episode, Coon vs. Coon and Friends. So our episode begins with the backstory of Mint Berry Crunch, and it is about Bradley Beagle, or Biggle, yeah, Bradley Biggle, who we've never seen before until this series started, or the, this trilogy started, I should say, and he gets a comic book story, and it's kind of cool, because it's like, this is the one you do not expect to get, like, a background. So... He tries to explain to the rest of Coon and Friends his superpowers, but they're like, no, it just doesn't work that way. Meanwhile, Mysterion is upset that the guys don't remember from the day before that he was stabbed to death by members of the Cult of Cthulhu. And, you know, they think it's a joke, when Mysterion decides, okay, you don't believe me? I'll prove it to you. So he pulls a gun and shoots himself in the head, which freaks everybody out, especially Mintberry Crunch. So there's that. That's a good way to begin. And then we see Cartman, who has his own comic book, and he kind of gives an update on what has been going on there. And now he's got Cthulhu on his side. And Cthulhu, when we see him in a few minutes, is going to have something on that's pretty ridiculous. But it's kind of funny. So, Carmen comes in, and his mom is mad at him. Like, I told you you were grounded. You should be in your room. Why weren't you here? And then Cartman thinks to himself, like, should I use the LeBron James technique? Which is the what should I do thing. And it's a parody. And I kind of like it, but I was also thinking at the same time, like, huh, the LeBron James technique. Is that bitching about everything and getting your way? I think it is. <laughs> so eventually... Cartman, in his own weird way, kind of gets out of trouble. So, he goes down into the basement where the Coon and friends are there, and Kenny is again, or pardon me, Mysterion, is upset again, because they do not remember that he shot himself in the head the day before. And they're talking about superpowers. And then Cartman comes down and basically apologizes 
for what he had done. He doesn't want to be back in the group. He just wants to apologize and kind of be done with it. But then he mentions that there's a double rainbow outside. And they're like, oh, I mean, because Carvid's try to, you know, Carvid's convincing. Like, you don't see double rainbows very often. And they, some begrudgingly go while others do want to go. And they're all outside. And here's Cthulhu. And Cthulhu, like a pet animal, is wearing a, a coon and friends shirt as if he was a pet. It's act. I I thought that was pretty funny. So he so Carmen orders Cthulhu to banish all of Coon and Friends to Dark Oblivion. Well, he manages to send all of them to the Dark Oblivion, and now we're in trouble because. The Coon and Friends are gone. And Cartman has control over Cthulhu. And he's got plans of where he wants to go next. And then we get that Mark Antony and Pussyfoot, Pussyfoot uh, scene like I talked about in the previous episode. So, like I said a moment ago, he got all of Coon and Friends sent to the Dark Oblivion. But the exception of one, the exception was Mintberry Crunch. Because, as we see, not, and we saw this, but you also see it in the comic, Mintberry Crunch ran away before he, before Carmen sent everybody to the Dark Oblivion. So Mintberry Crunch is the only one that survived. So, what is he doing heroically? He's watching Judge Judy, which is still on in 2022. Uh, when is that show off the air? Is it still going on? I, oh, no, it is over. Okay. Okay, it ended July 23rd, 2021, so they're probably airing reruns at this point. And now they're airing Judy Justice on IMDb TV, which I don't watch IMDb TV. But so Judge Judy is done with new episodes, but Judy Justice is here. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> okay. So meanwhile, the rest of Coon and Friends are transported to a per place called Rylaya. And it's kind of what the Dark Oblivion would be like. So all of them are freaking out. They have no idea what the hell to do. So Mysterion then decides he's got an idea. And he has this he has this idea. And it's going to be he's going to try to get everyone back home. He said this will either work or this is going to be a real shitty idea. So, Mysterion makes a run for it, jumps off a cliff, and kills himself in a pit of deadly spikes. 
yeah, that didn't really work out so well. But this gets Kenny out of the dark oblivion. So while the idea didn't technically work, it did work in a way because now Kenny is out of the dark oblivion and he can go save the world. So meanwhile, as that is going on, Carmen and Cthulhu decide, well, Carmen actually decides, we're going to go to Burning Man and we're going to kill all the hippies. So Burning Man, uh, this has been something that I'm sure a lot of people have heard of um, for a long, long time. So let's, let's do a little background on Burning Man. Burning Man is an event that takes place out on the West Coast. It is focused on community art, self-expression, and self-reliance that is held annually in the Western United States. The name of the event comes from its culminating ceremony, the symbolic burning of a large wooden effigy referred to as the man that occurs on the penultimate night of Burning Man, which is the Saturday evening before Labor Day. The event has been located since 1991 at Black Rock City in northwestern Nevada, a temporary city erected in the Black Rock District about 100 miles north-northeast of Reno. As outlined by Larry, Larry, oh my God, Larry Harvey, co-founder of Burning Man in 2004, the event is guided by 10 principles. Radical inclusion, gifting, decom-modification, radical self-reliance, radical self-expression, communal effort, civic responsibility, leaving no trace, participation, and immediacy. The event originated on June 22, 1986 on Baker Beach in San Francisco as a small functional or small function organized by Larry Harvey and Jerry James, the builders of the first man. It has since been held annually spanning the nine days leading up to and including Labor Day. Over the event's history, attendance has genuinely incre generally increased. In 2019, 78,850 people participated in the event. In 2021, the unofficial event had an estimated 20,000 attendees. Now, Burning Man, this year, for those that care, will begin virtually on August 28th, 2022, and will end on September 5th, 2022, which happens to be Labor Day. So that is basically the story of the Burning Man Festival. So, Carmen is like, well, I hate the hippies. Let's just kill the hippies. So Cthulhu does that. And as that's going on, there's a news reporter that is there. And we he we see the coon running up to him and you know he's like, "No, Cthulhu is a part of Coon and Friends. And then the reporter is like, Oh, here's Bruce Valanche in a rat costume. Going back to season 13 with the, with, the, with the Bruce Valanche jokes. So Cthulhu kills the reporter. Now, Mysterion goes to one of the houses of the goth kids. 
and he wants to find out why is he coming back from the dead? Why is he coming back? And as this is going on, Henrietta, who is the fat girl in the goth group, her mom comes in and asks her to play with his with her little brother. And she's like, God, I hate you! Well, her little brother's name is Bradley. And then Bradley sees Mysterion and he's like, Uh-oh! So now we're seeing Bradley and Mimberry Crunch. So basically they pull out the book of uh, Necronism and basically give the whole story of what happens. And basically to kill Cthulhu, an immortal has to kill an immortal. That is what has to happen. It's the only thing that can happen is an immortal has to kill an immortal. Meanwhile, we get another comic story of the Coon and Cthulhu. And this time, since Burning Man, they have destroyed the whole food markets. And now they are going for Justin Bieber. And this is one of the funniest scenes because there's Justin Bieber singing his hit song, the song that he broke out with Baby. And he's gyrating and he's grabbing his junk while he's got one hand in the air trying to sing when Cthulhu just breaks into the arena, grabs Justin Bieber, and uh, the coon is like, yeah, that's him, that's him. And he just squeezes his head like a pimple. Um, and that's it. <laughs> so, Justin Bieber is dead. Hooray! Um, I don't know if Justin Bieber had any thought of you know, this yet. Maybe, maybe, you know, we'll find out um, in reviews and stuff. He's going to be 28 this March, Justin Bieber is, by the way. God, he's only... He's going to be 28. God, do I feel old. Jeez. So anyway, uh, Mysterion has a talk with Mintberry Crunch. And he's got to stop Cthulhu. But Mintberry Crunch is going to follow him, even though Mysterion does not want him to. So, uh, the Coon is being interviewed about what is happening at the Justin Bieber concert. And does a quick plug, a cheap plug of, uh, hey, buy our shirts, $14.95. When all of, a well, all of a sudden, Mysterion comes. And he gets into Cartman's face. And he's like, this is it. This is the end. I'm going to get you. And, you know, Cthulhu comes over, and then Mint Mintberry Crunch comes by. And Cthulhu takes the coon, still doing the Mark Antony and Pussyfoot uh, tribute, as they leave. Then, all of a sudden, this glimmering light comes down. And there's this man. And... He, at first, is talking to Mysterion. So you're thinking that, okay, this is, we're going to find out the origin of, you know, Kenny's, you know, dying and coming back. But in reality, the guy is the father 
of Mintberry Crunch. He's the father of Bradley. And this is such a big twist. And, you know, it's like, we sent you away to be safe. We didn't want you to live on this planet. And, you know, now it's your turn to save the world. So Mintberry Crunch goes, beats Cthulhu. We don't even see the fight, but we see, like, the illustrations. Beats Cthulhu. Drags him back into his, into his dimension. Shuts the you know shuts the hole in the Gulf of Mexico, and he basically saves the world. Everyone that is in the dark oblivion comes back, and he gives a middle finger to his sister. So, Mintberry Crunch saves the day. Unbelievable! What a twist! What a twist! So, the guys thank Mint Barry Crunch for what he did. And, you know, they're like, hope we see you again in the near future. And he leaves. Meanwhile, the coon is in jail with Professor Chaos, who I think he's missed like two weeks of school at this point. And all he does is like, Mint Barry Crunch. Meanwhile, the guys are amazed of... Mintberry Crunch having these powers and Mysterion is still upset that they have not realized they have not figured out that Kenny can come back to life shoots himself in the head again and then that night his mom goes into labor and gives birth to a baby which happens to be Kenny and they put him, or they wrap him in the orange jacket. And then as they leave, the mom says, We should have never gone to those cult meetings. And that is the end of Coon versus Coon and Friends. And the end of the Coon and Friends trilogy. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I thought this was the best of the three. I really thought this was the best of the three. I think it was the funniest of the three. Um, it's going to get a nine from me, actually. And I think the reason why I'm giving this a nine is because, in a way, it's still South Park. But it's a South Park where you have some of this out of left field stories that just don't make any sense but it's funny and it's pretty good and it's like mintberry crunch is probably my new hero now <laughs> in life so um but no i really liked it i liked the twist at the end i liked how cartman used cthulhu for basically his own needs and it's just a really good way to end this trilogy. It really is. So it's like the first episode is okay. The second one is good. The third one is the best one, I think. Okay, uh, let's get to the ratings from this episode. In its original airing, this episode was watched... 
by 2.786 million viewers. That is according to the Nielsen Media Research, making it the most watched cable TV show of the night, surpassing shows such as Psych, Terriers, Meet the Browns, and The Ultimate Fighter in ratings. The episode received a 1.8 rating with a 3 share, meaning it was seen by 1.8% of the population and 3% of people watching television at the time of its broadcast. Among male viewers between 18 and 34, the episode received a 3.4 rating with an 11 share. Among adults 18 to 49, the episode received a 1.6 rating with a 5 share, falling just 2 tenths in the ratings since the last episode. So two-tenths is really not that bad. This episode received mostly positive reviews. IGN gave the episode a great score of 8 and said the Coon and Friends trilogy comes to an end in grand fashion, with ep epic battles, strange alliances, and secret origins revealed. It's a tale told in the finest comic book traditions, and it's one of the most creative episodes South Park has produced recently. The AV Club gave the episode a B+, a vast improvement over the C and C+, rating given to Coon 2, Hindsight, and Mysterion Rises, stating that the episode was fleeter and funnier. It wasted less time on padded-out tangents, and it satisfactorily resolved the question of Kenny's immortality, and called the episode as well-executed an ending as one could probably hope for here. Eric Hochberger of TV Fanatic gave the episode a score of 4 out of 5, calling it an entertaining, fitting finish, stating that it dropped all the things we hated about the first two parts and delivered a solid, fun half hour, praising the twist ending, the portrayal of Cartman, and how he believed he truly was making the world a better place, as well as the death of Justin Bieber. The one thing I do want to say before I get to IMDb is... It's like, what what did they do with the Captain Hindsight story? Like, was there going to be something in this episode that would have had Captain Hindsight in it? Or was he just completely done after the second episode? I really don't know, but would love to know. If, any, if anyone does know, please uh, send, you know, reply on our Twitter at SharksPod97 or mention it in our Facebook group. Alright, to IMDb, over 2,000 people have rated this episode. The average rating is an 8.4 out of 10. 524 people gave it an 8. 500, or 524 people gave it an 8. 568 people gave it a 10. 481 people gave it a 9. That's the score I'm giving it this week. And 50 people gave it a 1. For males, the average rating is an 8.3, with its highest demographic being under 18, with an average rating of a 9.2. For females, the average rating is an 8.7, with its highest demographic being in the 18 to 29 category, with an average rating of an 8.9. Okay, so, uh, last time I read reviews... We had two negative reviews, which really surprised me. Uh, let's see what the reviews are this week. And believe it or not, there's only one review. Wow. One review. 
<laughs> well, anyway, I'll just I'll read it. It is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, The story continues with the coon and friends trying to battle the coon, Carmen, and Cthulhu and try to save the world. Cartman and Cthulhu go around destroying synagogues and things hippies enjoy, such as Burning Man and organic foods. Cthulhu ends up sending the Coon and Friends group into a dark oblivion where they struggle to get out. Meanwhile, Mysterion, Kenny, is trying to figure out why he cannot die, and we find out some interesting facts about Mintberry Crunch. The episode concludes the special three-part storyline of this season. It is a fairly good episode with some funny and entertaining moments. There seems to be only one more episode left of the season. I wonder how it will end. Well, I'll answer that in just a moment, but I do want to say, as far as the trilogies go, because we're kind of in, we're kind of in this era of South Park where every so often they will do a trilogy, and... This is another one of the trilogies that they've done. I don't think it's the best one they've done. Maybe we haven't even reached the best one of the trilogies. But it's a good effort. Like I said, it kind of started out slow, but it got better along. And like I said, I thought the last one, this one, was the best of the three episodes. So if you haven't seen any of them, my recommendation is to check it out. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97, and you can join the Facebook group at SharksPond, a South Park podcast where we discuss, pet discussed, discuss past and present and maybe future episodes plus South Park news that comes up as well. Well, as Gangsta Hippie asked in his review, he wonders how season 14 is going to come to an end. Well... Next time, it is the season finale of South Park. We're going to end season 14 with Creme Frische. Creme Frische. That is the season finale to what has been a wild season of South Park. I will give you all my overall thoughts on season 14 as well, uh, along with this final episode creme frichet on the next episode thank you all for tuning in and listening to another episode of sharks pond a south park podcast i'm bill and i'll talk to you all next time